it going? What's up, everybody? It's Aaron and Nicole. This is Dude That's Fucked Up. Oh, what a treat! Welcome to our podcast. Oh my goodness, what a time to be alive! Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> um, I hope everybody's well on mm-hmm. this fine, whatever day it is. Whatever day it is, great Wednesday. <laughs> um, to you all. Um, yeah, welcome. Uh, any business for the day? No, I don't think so. Cool. Unless uh, we could segue into my thing for the week, which isn't fucked up, but it, I guess could be business related. Sure. Um, We have a P.O. box if nobody knew that we had one. Mm. You could send us mail if you want. I mean, you don't have to, but we like it and we think it's fun. So you could consider this us soliciting mail from you. We um, love it. We love it, and we'll talk about it like we're going to do right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, for my fucked up, which isn't a fucked up of the week, maybe my fucked up thing is, wow, every Thursday when I put on makeup for the one time a week that I wear makeup right now, <laughs> I cannot get enough of myself. I'm like, I go into the bathroom looking so tired, and I emerge a butterfly out of a chrysalis, fresh-faced, uh, gorgeous, glowing, having a moment. Stunning. Ugh. Stunning. The skin, the eyes, everything. I'm awake. I am five years younger. I am not in a grieving period, according to this face. You know what I mean? It's just like everything. Um, I love that the ritual of putting on makeup is one of my all-time favorites. Uh, It's so nice when you have, like, the time for it and are in the mood for it. Like, mm mm-hmm. I, today I just kind of rushed it, but I still hit all the marks. You know what I mean? Like I was That's still right. like, bam, bam, bam. Here, here's this face. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it is. Wow, what a difference! And Pete always goes, "You look nice." Like, oh, what? But on these days when I have, yeah, and I go, "I'm wearing makeup." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's because my face doesn't look scary and tired mm, right mm. now. It looks fresh and yeah, like myself. Mm. Um, uh, but yeah. So, uh, but I was gonna say. Um, related to the P.O. Box. What is the number of it? Oh, it's P.O. Box 18923, Long Beach, California, oh. 90807. Um, Love it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, we... Yeah, that's our P.O. Box. Um, You could just write to at DTFU or not at. What is it? The internet. You could write to DTFU Podcast and that's the address. And Aaron stopped by there this week and was like, oh, hey, we got some mail. And we got, oh, my gosh, just shout outs to everyone. Stephanie, someone named Stephanie sent me the most lovely card, just like sending me some love and sending Pete some love about my dad, which was so kind and so lovely. And we just like gushed about it. And then uh, Cassandra, a.k.a. Grumps, who um, because that's uh. That's Cassandra's name on Twitch. And she hangs out when I was streaming, which I haven't really been streaming, but Grumps, love Grumps, uh, sent Mm. me this little, um, like, build a Yeti, which was so cute. And then um, someone, I can't remember their name, maybe you remember, sent us those um, stickers, like brew. Oh, yeah. Lady Brewer Um, stickers. Shit. Uh... I can't remember their name, but uh, yes, we got. We'll those, shout them out later. Yeah, we got those stickers, and they're so cool. Uh, so because she, uh, she listened to the episode where we we did the Lady Brewers, um, yeah, like how women were the original beer brewers, yeah, uh, throughout history until men told them they couldn't do it anymore, right? Um, <laughs> and so she sent us these stickers that said "Strong Women Drink Strong Beer," and it's really oh. cute. Love it. And then I spilled my strong coffee on it right when I walked into my door. And I didn't ruin it, luckily. Um, but I was upset that I almost did. And also, oh my gosh, huge shout out to Tyler who uh, came up to me at a restaurant on Sunday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you guys, this is crazy. Oh, my God. It was her birthday. And she was with her friends. And I guess recognized me. I don't know what happened, but... I, w- I had been drinking also. Um, 
but no you were recognized in the wild for the- I was recognized in the wild yeah 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 this is and, crazy oh my god and just was so lovely and then I got I hope I didn't get weird but I did kind of get weird and was like can I buy you a drink but then I like was like I'm gonna buy all her friends a drink <laughs> and then it was a uh, oh it was uh just so fun and then I had too much fun if you know what I mean I do um so yeah just shout out to Tyler for also making my probably month I mean uh, honestly I, I I told you and then I told my mom my mom was like get the fuck out <laughs> <laughs> I mean honestly it, it's so cool like it was being, cool it was so cool yeah uh, recognized in the wild is like oh my god you made it you know oh my god yeah I, I wish I could have been there for that I know shit. that's I know. so cool she said to say hi to you too she's like say hi to Aaron I was like oh, oh. I will she didn't know I'd already texted you and been like oh my god <laughs> guess what <laughs> So it was awesome. just too fun. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. that's just some fun stuff for this week. But I love do you have it. anything love- fucked up or fun for this week? I do. Uh, as we were leaving to go to DJ's uh, grandma's, her, her, his Bubby's 91st birthday dinner this evening, uh, which I literally just got back from. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> we go into our garage and two our two bikes are missing somebody broke into our garage like at 5 30 this morning and stole them so it's just a reminder that we live in a city uh yeah welcome to long beach you're not from here until you've had a bike stolen oh i when i lived in dc i caught somebody coming into my backyard in the middle of the day and i yelled at them and they dropped the bike they were trying to steal in our alleyway so you know i'm no stranger to uh this and it's just you know very violating and yeah, it sucks, and we feel like stupid for not being like better about I don't know. Yeah, like keeping our garage better locked or something. I don't know. I mean, you're gonna see it for sale at a store, oh, like for a sure. bike store around here. Like it's, yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, my bike was brand new. I literally just bought it like uh, earlier. Yeah, like last year. Last year. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh no, that's super sucks. bummer. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, but you know that sucks. what? I. Listen, if somebody feels that desperate that they need to break into somebody's house, like, yeah. I don't know. I, oh, I don't man. know what to say to that. Uh, it's a bummer. And I don't know. Like, it just – it that kind of shit happens, and uh, yeah. I'm super bummed about it. But it's more – it's more like I don't give a shit about stuff. I don't care about our bikes. Like, it, it sucks that they're gone, but, like – yeah. First of all, I can't ride a bike anymore and because uh, mm-hmm. I'm extremely pregnant. Uh, yeah. But also, like, it wasn't that, you know, it's not like they're heirlooms or anything. It's just stuff. Yeah. It's yeah. just more about the, like, your fucking space is, is violated. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's all. Especially because it wasn't outside. Like, it is cr- creepy and, like, Yeah, we're, and we're, unsettling. like, try- we're trying to figure out, like, okay, what ha- – because – have to go to a little bit of trouble to kind of get in our garage so yeah so yeah so super bummer but that's my fucked up and oh man you know people just out be out here committing crimes yeah and don't give a shit so uh if you're out here committing crimes fuck you don't do that shit but yeah anyway oh my god uh, well this week a i think this is one of the i this is super fun to me Mm -hmm. um super fucked up topic yeah and let's talk about it oh my god yes can't wait yeah we Uh, don't have a segue let's just say what it is speaking of crime i don't know (laughs) yeah well i don't know speaking of fucking saturday night (laughs) no i don't know who's to say uh all right well today we are talking about hybristophilia oh fancy Yes, or uh, the Bonnie and Clyde syndrome. This mm. is the phenomenon of a person being sexually attracted to or aroused by those who commit crimes. Mm. Oh, my God. Ew. I think I'm going to say right off the bat, everybody has a touch of this. I think so. Because it's why people are attracted to, like, the bad, bad boys. boys. Yeah, yeah, or the bad girl. It's like, mm-hmm. listen, Danger. Yeah, danger. But just, like, a, just enough that it's not too much is, I think, where most people sit. And then some people, their radar's a little off. 
and they go a little like, too far with it. Yeah, yeah. And so, and I think that's where it's it's a that's where we get these people that are we're going to talk about today. Yeah. So the spectrum of interest in people who like commit crimes can range from I mean obviously on the very low end of the spectrum yeah. is like people who are like ooh the bad boy yeah which you know uh, whatever yeah. uh but this the there are two like known uh types I guess of hybristophilia uh there's mm. passive hybristophilia and aggressive hybristophilia mm. uh so examples of uh passive the passive variant are people who like range from people who uh become sexy pen pals with inmates uh to being serial killer groupies who show up at trials to catch glimpses of heinous killers for whom they want to bone so okay which both seem aggressive to me (laughs) i know that's the passive uh the passive hybristophilia but you're really going out of your way already. So what yeah. is an aggressive one? An aggressive uh, hybristophiliac, I guess, if mm-hmm. you will, are people who want to help those who commit crimes with those crimes, uh, like helping choose victims, murdering them, uh, or even hiding the bodies, mm. you know, that kind of thing, you know. so They want to be, like, more involved, more a sidekick. Yeah, like- they want to be in their world, Uh in that like all the way in uh or they might even commit crimes on behalf of uh of the serial killer or the person or whatever Mm. um to you know you know offer their services because they're so they want to show they're committed or to like get the attention of their Mm. criminal object of affections earn their affections yeah yeah really get in with them show them like a big Big pick me energy with these people here. Yeah. So um, I'm going to shit on them a lot um, throughout, even though I, <laughs> you know, I do I have some I have some uh, empathy, sympathy for people who are afflicted with this, uh, this uh, strange uh, attraction, I guess. It's like in the classic film Step Up starring <laughs> Channing Tatum and Jenna Dewan later t- Tatum. Um, and she, he's a criminal, mm-hmm. right? Doesn't he like, he gets in some sort of trouble. I guess. But she's like, let me help you learn to dance. It's a little different, but I feel like, I don't know. It well, just, that is it, part it, of it. We'll talk about <laughs> some of the, like, the psychology okay. behind this, uh, Good, later. I knew it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but good, good, uh, good, you know. <laughs> good analogy. <laughs> good analogy. Great analogy. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I knew it. I thought that was that felt right. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Well, just a slight (laughs) disclaimer, though, before we get into the nitty gritty of the topic, while hybristophilia is like based in clinical psychological study Mm. uh, and the various forms of it that it can take, like, you know, the passive versus aggressive. Yeah, uh, it the and like but who it mostly affects men versus women and the theories, causes, and the motives behind it, it's all based on, like, anecdotal evidence. Um, no studies have been done. Uh, studies have been done, mm. but it's, like, it's not um, – there's no uh, – it, it's all – there's no, like, hardcore data. Like, basically, mm. like, the backgrounds of each of these people who – because it's, like, pretty rare – it's not rare. It's rare, but it's not rare. There's like there's people that have been studied and interviewed about the the their, you know, attraction. But there, you know, we don't know the age ranges or okay. the you know, the the kind of like what categories a lot of these people fall into, um, like what race they identify as, what mm. what you know sexuality they identify as. Like we don't know any of the the demographic information. And there's so there's no hardcore data, but there is like a lot of anecdotal evidence of Mm -hmm. this being a real thing that people are into. So because um, people have studied people who are into this sort of thing. Yes. Psychologists have clinically interviewed and studied, but there's and there's white papers on it. There's all kinds of Mm -hmm. like information about this, like that is real. But there's there's no empirical evidence data mm. hardcore you know demographic 
okay. information. So okay. I just uh, I just want to throw that out there because a lot of what has been reported and a lot of what we're going to talk about is pretty gendered, like, you know, you know, just men versus women. Yeah. Um, and it's all very general and v- general terms. So I'm just mm. assuming a lot of it's like a cis white women yeah. who are, are mostly the women that they're talking about in these like anecdotal kind yeah. of studies. So, okay. um, and then, so men versus women, it's, it, it afflicts women more than men mm. generally also. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so anecdotally based on what evidence psychologists have written and reported about it, like I said, it seems women participate more, um, and especially in passive hyperstophilia and then mm. men who do participate in hyperstophilia, they tend to be more into the aggressive mm. type of this phenomenon. So yeah, cause they don't want the women having all the power. They're like, let me get in on these crimes. Yeah. Let me show you. <laughs> well, actually <laughs> this is like- how you. <laughs> dismember a body okay yeah well look um eileen warnos i know you've been killing so many people but i think it could be better if like maybe we did it my way (laughs) or let me just like take this off your plate yeah Yeah. i don't know Uh, and so again there's like over there's a lot of theories about why mostly women are into this but the overriding mm-hmm. theme to me is that the bar is on the fucking floor <laughs> um and women are willing to fuck the worst of the worst yeah fucking women are told at a certain age that they're useless unless they have a man so women are like cool where can i get one and then they're like this one's just sitting in prison yeah this, <laughs> this guy's there. not horrible looking and i know where he is all the time yeah. i know he's not gonna cheat on me well yeah we don't know. We don't know. And yeah, I know I know where he's accounted for and I don't have to pay for his I don't have to worry about like coming home and he's like, oh, I didn't go to work today. I just drank beer all day or something. And then it's like, well, she doesn't have he's to He's already in jail, so it's like, oh, yeah. what are you gonna do? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. don't have to cook for him, don't have to clean up after yeah. him. So yeah. Fucking <sighs> you know he's not gonna kill any more women. You know what I mean? Like he's already in jail. Keep his ass in there. Um Yeah. 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 <laughs> But I mean, honestly, like this is like a concept just makes me sad. Uh, we do, yeah. ladies, we do not need to do this to ourselves. There's no. so much more to life than wanting to fuck a gross serial killer. Okay. <laughs> Have you seen movies? Yeah. Like, ha- any kind of any movie that is about like like being a stan of somebody playing a serial killer is totally fine. Like because they haven't actually killed anybody IRL. Um, hmm. But wanting to fuck the actual killer is not okay because they have murdered someone. So yeah. that's the distinction. Except the only thing, the only person this might not apply to is Army Hammer because he's an actor that may or may not have murdered and eaten people. Allegedly. I don't know. <laughs> that's all. But you know what I'm saying? Like Wait, Zac so Efron. which side of the fence are we on on him? We say I- no. I say he's played a serial killer and he may be killed and eight people. So let's just not touch. And he's definitely abusive. Like it's proven that he's been abusive to women. Oh, he's gross. So yeah. Yeah. Um, what there's so many hotter actors out there anyway. And this, I know this is what I'm saying. Okay. Like become a a BTS stand, become a, you know, like, like get into K-pop, get into any actor that is like, plays a bad boy like that's mm-hmm. cool yeah um, but not not the actual serial killers don't do that yeah, yeah. Um, no 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 so yeah so there's a lot of famous cases of this happening so we uh I, I think this like all through history this is ha- like maybe I don't know maybe this is more of a modern phenomenon that we're like starting to notice but I I do think that this has probably happened for a very long time throughout history where women uh mainly women have like seen people who i mean bonnie and clyde of course like that's yeah where the other name for this phenomenon a hundred percent that i think this has always existed in that capacity i think like some of the famous cases we're looking at today are like modern more modern times just because of the, the way high profile nature and how yes. they meet and stuff like that but for sure like when you say it like that like there had to have been like just evil men throughout history like 
in um I don't know, like in uh the King Monte Cristo times or whatever. Yeah, Kings yeah, yeah. or like Kingsmen yeah. or whatever. And it's like, oh, they're fucking gross and assholes. And then someone's like, I'm into this. Let me hang out with you and we'll it's like power. fuck some shit up. Yeah. And then they get it's horny power. off of it and do it. Yeah. yeah. It's it's a lot of power. So yeah. um, but yeah, I think in more modern times we see this in, a, in an extreme way because of the way of the first the nature of the crimes people yeah. are committing we're not talking about you know people stealing bikes out of people's no. garages we're no, talking no. about actual serial killers who have heinously murdered tortured raped killed whatever done all these horrible things yeah. have been put on trial and thrown in jail because of it um and are and absolutely guilty. Are absolutely and are found guilty. guilty. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. It's not just a question. Like, maybe they didn't do it. They were just in the wrong place at the wrong time. It's like, no, this was. They've confessed. Like, yeah. it's, yeah. this is what it's it bad. is. Um, yeah. And I, and that is the part of the allure is like, okay, yeah, this person is very bad. Um, so, and because of the fact that our, you know, our, our society and our, uh, uh, you know the media focuses so much attention on it. I think the more modern, more more modern day examples that we're going to talk about right now are where we see this phenomenon in full blown, wow, you know, yeah. kind of, yeah, kind of stark relief. So, um, the first person who we're going to talk about is Ted Bundy. Oh, um, this motherfucking piece of shit, Jesus Christ. Uh, we all know that Ted Bundy had a ton of trial in prison groupies because he was an okay-looking white man, I guess. Um, it's well-documented that women would show up to his his trial. Um, and it's just, it's all very, you know, known that that was a thing with him. It's so um, weird that people are able to, like, maybe it's not true anymore, but it's weird that, like, they were able to just show up and sit in and and I think that's why a lot of trials now with like like criminal court proceedings are are closed uh, mm. and you can you can definitely like watch them on the news. But I, I still regardless, I think people, even if it was a closed case or a closed trial or whatever, I think women like this would still show up outside the courtroom with their titties out. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, oh my god yeah throwing their bras at him and like flashing him and being basically like, i'm not wearing underwear yeah like yeah seriously just to catch a glimpse um yeah but like ted bundy like this is very well well documented that this was happening during his trial um and i just like i said he was like a, a i guess normal looking white man and people like thought he was hot I don't know like getting Zac Efron to play him in that movie was a massive stretch because <laughs> this man like I look at pictures of him I'm like you know he's a fully milk milk toasty looking dude yeah um but that was the scariest thing about Ted Bundy was that he was so quote-unquote normal looking and yeah just an average yeah yeah average guy yeah like that was it was really his mo. That was the way he murdered so many women because he seemed like a just average dude who he also like pretended he was like hurt all the time, like with a broken arm or whatever. Yeah. To like make women think that he wasn't capable of like hurting them. I don't know, but yeah. Again, this this man was not. He was so average that he could just kind of blend into whatever situation, and that's why it took. I think so long for him to get caught because he was just a regular old white dude. Yeah. It's kind of nondescript. It's like, yeah, if you're talking about him to like a court sketch person or whatever, it's like brown hair, regular height. Yeah. Normal <laughs> face. Like, <laughs> what do you want for me? Well, yeah, yeah, he looked like you. He looked like he, that guy over there. He looked like the <laughs> yeah. this Every man was like a 1970s Utah seven. Maybe, <laughs> Utah maybe, may, like for the time period, I mean, this is like maybe Florida six or seven, but definitely. In <laughs> <laughs> Florida has hotter people than Utah. Well, not now, but I think in the <laughs> 70s, maybe. 
um uh and then oh just God. an evergreen california five like yeah. yeah just mediocre as fuck like yeah maybe even a four yeah maybe even a four I'm but a fucking you. albany 15 callback oh my god oh my god so after he was finally caught and put on trial though hundreds of women like i said well documented hundreds of women from all over the country and the fucking world not just our good old us of a the fucking world sent this man who brutally raped and murdered more than 30 women these are the only they're just the ones he confessed to at least probably more way more than that Mm -hmm. um he they these women sent him tons and tons of letters and nude photos fucking wild okay nude photos okay and a nude photo in that day and time was not like a oh like cup your titty and take photo or however people do it bitch you had to go get that shit developed at the fucking yeah rite aid (laughs) at your local rite aid where everyone knew you and like saw your titties and your vag and all everything your boudoir photos and it was like a whole to do you had to get good lighting you had to get someone to take the photos you couldn't take them yourself you know what i mean like that you set up a tripod probably that's aggressive i know it's passive but it's aggressive you know passive aggressive (laughs) it's passive aggressive hyperphilia uh hyperphilia hyperphilia i don't know Uh, well and some like i said some of these people would show up to the damn courthouse to show support for him Mm. These women would style their hair in the same way many of his victims had. Like, this to me is like, ma'am. Oh, that's bad. It's really bad. Like, like kill me next? Ew. It's like, oh. it's like pick me to the, like, death degree. Like, what are you, what are you trying to say here? Also, like, the victim's families could see you. Like, that's what are you gross. doing? What are you doing? Oh, my God. Imagine being this fucking desperate for dick like <laughs> come on and dick that you will never get i don't know yeah you'll, well well yeah you might I, I mean there's ways but no it is i'm th- this is the thing because yeah you could go to utah or florida or wherever you're talking about and find any one of these exact same looking assholes and sleep with them and they're not a serial killer <laughs> and they're not a serial killer but then i'm like okay is it like, are women just that beaten down and, like, feel it and that low self of self-esteem that they, like, shit all over themselves by, like, trying to court a serial killer? This like, what, I'm what have we done to women? What have we done? Nothing good. Uh, no, I, it's, it's bad. It's really bad. I mean, I blame... Obviously, like internalized misogyny and the patriarchy has like yeah. done this to women over. I, that's what I'm saying. I'm not letting anybody off the hook, but my God, like, come yeah, on. yeah, 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 uh, yeah. It's <sighs> no, this is have I, some fucking standards, ladies. Uh, <laughs> so, but somebody did go all in and get that dick. Uh, he had so many admirers, but he did end up marrying one of them. Carol Dude. Ann Boone, this woman, I think she knew him or was friends with him when in Washington State, and she yeah. like followed his shit ass around. And when he got arrested and was on trial, she was like there for him, writing him letters, supporting his ass. Like, like I don't even know. Oh, great job, honey. Just you like did such a good job, like not representing yourself in any way that could keep you out of jail. You know, you stupid fucking. Piece oh of my shit. god! No. Yeah. Uh, oh god, I hate it. Yeah. He, he. She went all in, and she had a baby with him, dude. Fuck. Which also, this is just like a fun tidbit about this. Um, fuck your flash mob proposal, oh because god. this man proposed during his trial on air. It is recorded. You could watch the video of it. Um, And this was a trial where he was convicted of killing a 12-year-old girl. And she was, like, here for it. And Carol Ann Boone was was Carol Ann Boone, yeah, was, like, with him throughout all this. And in the middle of this trial, he looks at her and is like, do you want to marry me? And she says, yes, I want to marry you. And he's like, 
are you sure? And she's like, yes, I want to marry you. I've told you that before. Do you want to marry me? And he's like, yes, I want to marry you. And because this was in the great state of Florida, there was a law at the time that said a properly phrased proposal in an open courtroom constituted as a legal ceremony because it was in the presence of court officers. It married them. He just had to ask and she had to respond yes in this courtroom and they were married. So it was like a trick he did. He was representing himself like he was his own lawyer, yeah. like the yeah. fucking narcissistic piece of shit he he was. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. And he just like he just like. Yeah. Yeah. Totally commandeered the courtroom and like proposed and married Carolyn yeah. Boone. It was a surprise proposal. It was a surprise wedding. And that meant, which is so fucked up to think about, that there are people here on this planet right now that were guests that had bunny's wedding oh like without agreeing like consenting to it no isn't that wild can't i object like i object (laughs) i mean you're in a courtroom that's like what people should do oh my god and like there was no cha-cha slide there was no fucking shrimp cocktail Mm -mm. it just was those sentences and it was over yeah and then that motherfucker got sentenced to uh death like yeah multiple times yeah he was sentenced to the electric chair yeah um yeah but yeah she had a baby with this man yeah they fucked somehow and while he was in prison and yeah i can't think of anything more horrible like more fucking god forsaken fuck that guy fuck that piece of shit um Mm -hmm. caroline boone what what are you doing well (laughs) The next gem on our list is uh, that had just women really going for it. Mm-hmm. Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, this man was really out here murdering and eating dudes. Like, <laughs> men and boys. And again, women. He got caught, thrown in jail, stood trial. And women found out about this man and were like, yes, sending him letters, sending him gifts, all the money. Um, he's, he's just in jail and they're like, look at this, look at this man. Of course, here's all of my time and attention. And, you know, I have some really bad news for these women. Mm. Not only was Jeffrey Dahmer a literal murderer and cannibal, like horrifying, uh, he was also gay. So he wasn't into women. He was not, he was never going to pick you, honey. (laughs) Oh my Uh. God. Also, he wasn't particularly attractive, right? I mean, he was another normal-looking white dude. Oh, I think I'm thinking of the clown. John Wayne Gacy? Yeah. He's not cute. No. He ate people too, right? Uh, I don't care. I don't don't care. (laughs) John Wayne Gacy just kept them under the floorboards of his house. Oh, okay. But he killed men and boys, yes. Oh, okay. Oh, (sighs) my God. No. I, yeah. Oh, Jeffrey Dahmer. No, 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 no. Yeah. And it's he is to a woman to a woman who is like into this man, look, looking at that Jeffrey Dahmer and being like, yes, I'm going to I want to fuck this man like I, but he's literally the most inaccessible man of all time. He's in jail. Yeah. He's a murderer and a cannibal. And also he's he's not doesn't like fucking vaginas so i don't like what i these women i I think that's part of the appeal though and i I think that is part of it okay i was gonna save this for the end but a hundred percent i don't think this is the worst thing in the world in terms of locking down a man who's in lockdown you get to be the independent woman you are. You get to travel. You get to have jobs. You don't have to say, I'll be home by 10. And when you're not home by 10, he's like upset with you. You just get to live your life. And when your fucking family at your reunions is like, so Clarice, have you met a man yet? And they're Clarice. being like, whatever. Or so Melinda, have you met a man yet? Are you still single? You know, and it's just like. Um, yeah, fuck you. I do have a husband. Um, you may have heard of him. He's very famous. <laughs> That's the bad part of it. But you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, you get to be like, fuck you, everyone. Like, I found a man who 
loves me is a interesting phrase to you use, only but... you only found this man because he got caught for murdering yeah. and eating people yeah and he's in the news like there's no like right it's this not, is a not a me cute, cute. <laughs> eat cute oh that wasn't good no it's you haven't even met in a lot of these it's like you're fucking pen pals i know well that's the thing it's like the 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 fact that he's inaccessible it allows for people to develop this fantasy yeah and get a rush by communicating with like the worst of the worst like i don't know if you kind of think about that like ooh, like sending this out into the universe to like this letter or, or whatever, reaching out to somebody like this who is like, it's like touching evil almost. I don't know. Um, I you feel know, like get, you... people get a rush from it. I feel like you just said like several lyrics, but in order to sweet Caroline, like touching, <laughs> reaching out. Uh, but it wasn't, it wasn't, but no. it was, it, you like, I was like, is it? the song a couple times but it wasn't oh Oh my gosh yeah it's it's (laughs) i mean you know it's a disorder i guess for a reason this is not everyone's cup of tea oh no no there are deep uh the we'll we'll talk more about like the Mm. kind of motivations and like the psychological like yeah you know shit behind this a little bit later but i just you know i had to i had to say like i get it this like what what would compel somebody to look at Jeffrey Dahmer and be like yes I don't know yeah and then oh my god I feel like we get worse on these last two I know then we didn't know that was possible I mean these and these are like there's so many I mean the the, there's the lists go on and on anytime there is a really heinous person who is caught and thrown in jail there is always some sort of but these are these are just kind of like the top top few that you know, we wanted to highlight. Um, yeah. So the next on the list is Richard Ramirez, mm. uh, the Night Stalker. During this motherfucker's trial, he reached rock star status mm-hmm. because women were like obsessed with him. Yeah. Um, and it's just just a friendly reminder that this man terrorized Southern California by breaking into people's houses at night and torturing, raping murdering people including children a lot of children um indiscriminately he just he was yeah he was opportunist spree killer so um, i mean but the yeah this is what's so fucking wild is especially he was like an anomaly for serial killers because he didn't have a type it was children it was senior citizens like it was it ran the gamut which is why it was hard catching him yeah, because and he just was he was berserking out here. Right. He was just you, like there was going no pattern. Yeah. yeah. Um, side note, I just want to throw this in here. I know that a, a lot of our listeners listen to my favorite murder as well, but um if you haven't listened to that podcast or you haven't heard this episode, there is an episode where Karen talks about um the Night Stalker and his capture and subsequent arrest is one of the best revenge like like sequences yeah it is like cinematic yeah it's cinematic and the way she tells it is so good i'm getting chills because it's so good and just like this man gets taken down Mm -hmm. and it is very fun so yeah um yeah definitely listen to that you know what's interesting about the night stalker richard ramirez for me is that because this was in the 80s so this was like a later serial killer compared to jeffrey dahmer and ted bundy um and the last one we're going to talk about so tv was more of a factor and the 24-hour news cycle 24 hours you know current a current affair like there was just like all these programs that would cover this and and not sensationalize it it was sensational to begin with um, but, you know, we're like talking about it. And um, and I think it was also peak conditions for that narrative of like, lock your doors. It's no longer safe in your neighborhood or whatever, which totally. we know now was like somewhat blown out of proportion. Mm. Um, but then there was also this happening. So maybe not. It just um, it just was like confirming all of the like worst fears of, yeah, you know, like 
a the satanic panic was like also right. like popping off around this time so everybody was yep. like linking richard ramirez to that and like mm-hmm. it was just a whole it was a it was peak all of this shit so this was yeah. this was a lot happening yeah. at once so that yeah that really the frenzy that went into that just boosted him as a uh like this figure that people just were like oh my god he is and he became so fucking like famous just because of the coverage of this and yeah the way women just like threw themselves at him it was just flocked. so gross oh my so god gross. they flocked the the thing about this one is i i, I feel like Okay, I just think it's weird, and there's some weird shit about it. So so he got tons of letters from women all over the globe. One in particular stood out because she was just, like, relentless with her letters. Like, sent him, you know, 75 letters in the span of, like, a couple years or whatever. Jesus. Um, And her name was Doreen Leoy. And what was special about her? Not much. She was born in 1955 in Burbank. She was the editor of Tiger Beat magazine in the 70s and 80s. And she was credited by Mr. John Stamos for launching his career. What? Have mercy. Dude, what the fuck, bitch? Doreen. So she was like not famous, you know, but like. Had a career. She was a well-to-do lady. Like what? She was a published. Yeah, she was an editor of a magazine of fucking Tiger Beat, which at the time was like pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. And was like, I don't get it. I, okay. I know. I don't get it. I mean, she's been interviewed. I think maybe we could do a deep dive on like in a bonus episode on this lady. But that's like some behind the paywall content because she's still around. And like, who knows oh, yeah. what her thing is. You know what I mean? I mean, yep. people don't really know what she's up to. But um, we could talk shit more freely. We could talk shit more freely. Yeah. Um. So maybe we talk about her. But yeah, she just like there's been that. interviews. And it's just she just felt compelled like that they were connected somehow and like that's the man i'm gonna marry which is so wild and they did they got married um on uh, in october of 1996 and excuse me um there's no report of a divorce he died in 2013 in prison from like an illness um but they hadn't spoken for years allegedly so but they never got divorced either so i mean She's a like, widow. Do you even have to if they're in jail? I don't know. If you're like, I don't even know. Like, yeah, I don't uh, know. I don't know. It's, I it's, don't get it. Wow. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, and this last fucking piece of shit that we're going to talk about where this was <laughs> just, I think, had both things, both the uh, passive and the aggressive hybristophilia <laughs> happening. Charles Manson. Um, oh my God! Jesus Christ! This guy. This guy. Uh, I in the notes I said this sentient scab of a human. Mm-hmm. He just always had babes chasing after him, and that's why he was able to orchestrate very high profile murder sprees uh, mm-hmm. back on nights back to back. And we, I think most of us know. If you don't, um, famously. Uh, Sharon Tate and her unborn child were victims of Charles Manson, along with the LaBianca family and like a bunch of other people mm-hmm. um, at Sharon Tate's home. Um, but I the most famous thing about him is that he was so allegedly charismatic. He didn't even like physically participate in these mm-hmm. murders. Um, it was all done at the hands of his, his disciples, which were called the Manson family. Um, and women were just like obsessed with this man i know so like you have the aggressive form of i mean and he was like a a cult leader basically Mm -hmm. uh who is like he's he's persuading all these people you know making making it very like easy and obvious for them to commit crimes for him basically uh like by by telling them you know we have to start a race war and we have to like make chaos and, you know, make it, I don't know. So he had a whole plan. They bought into it. They did all Mm -hmm. these crimes for him. Um, Yeah. And so I feel like that's the, but he wasn't out here doing 
anything like particularly heinous, the ideas behind why he he wasn't even like, you know what I mean? He wasn't like a serial killer. He was just facilitating a white man. Yeah. Yes. Another again. He fucking dabbled in music. He was like a writer. He he like maybe wanted to be in movies. Like I just he just like and then he had some philosophical ideas about things, about life and the environment and stuff and just like and people just like glommed on to this guy who He also had drugs though, I think. Al- like, also that. Yeah. There was a lot of, there was also drugs involved, so Yeah, he was he was a, a you know, it, it, I'm sure a lot of our listeners know all about Charles Manson. So, yeah. Uh, but one of my favorite uh, podcasts about the Manson family has to be the series that was done by, uh, you must remember this, like mm. that shit, it because it, it goes very deep into like the, you know, 1960s and 70s, like the like hippie culture and yeah. like what was happening at that time that made this like all possible and oh made God. Charles Manson such a, you know, perfect storm of a, a you know, shit bag to facilitate all this shit. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. yeah, long story short, women were obsessed with him. Then I feel like probably there's a sub segment of people who are still love him now. Like, I remember I feel like I've mentioned this before, but I feel like I was this is one of the worst indie comedy experiences I ever had where I was in line at a show at Upright Citizens Brigade. Pete and I were together waiting to get in and some like fucking assholes behind us were like thought they were being edgy and like talking about Charles Manson's music and like how they listened to it and stuff. And I was just like, I fucking cannot take this. Like, listen to it, like, for fun, like, on a daily basis? Yeah. Okay, they were talking about how they listen to it and how it's not actually that bad. And how they were, like, critiquing it and just, like... I've listened to it. It's, like, fine. It's, like... Yeah, but it was just, like, they yeah. were... But they were, like... They Being, were, like, like, using it as a way... About it. Yeah, 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 yeah. To be, like, oh, by the way, um, Charles Manson's music wasn't that bad and... You know, it's like saying I, Hitler's art wasn't that bad. Right. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's nobody, right. it's nobody like cares. being an, a Hitler art connoisseur. It's like you're yeah. um you're it's like I was into Charles Manson's music before he was like famous though. Dude, so shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? Like that sort of like, vibe. Like okay, yes, we all know that he made music. Like, yeah, yeah, who yeah. Who cares? Like it sucks. Like who yeah, cares? I know. Oh god. Oh my gosh. Well, he he had so many suitors. He never officially married in prison, but he did come close. Um this woman Afton Burton who was originally from Illinois. Illinois. Um why did I just say it like that? Because you're reading it. it Because I'm reading it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, She moved to California after she became obsessed with Manson's environmental writings at the age of 17, which I'm like, I I haven't read anything he's written, but it's like, what could he have possibly said that's like so compelling that like something that's incoherent? uh, Yeah. And somebody posted to Tumblr and we're like. (laughs) Where a 17-year-old could, like, read it. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And it was, you know, it's just funny because, like, it all it is is a manifesto. Like, mm-hmm. it's just some fucking self-obsessed, narcissistic drivel, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, she, she claims she didn't know much about him, that she just, like, fell in love with his environmental, like, philosophy, which I guess it's possible because she wasn't born until 1989 and he was convicted in 1969 of these heinous crimes. So, like, this is a she wasn't even born for 20 more years when he went to prison. Um. So, yeah, it's possible that she didn't know that he was a criminal, but it's probable that she did. And I mean, he's in jail. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like for life. And yeah. he also carved a fucking swastika in his forehead. I just was thinking of that. It's like, okay, but if you ever looked him up, you would find a bunch of information, and that man is batshit crazy. I'm sorry. Whenever one of my friends is going on a Tinder date, I Mm -hmm. do a full background check for them. I I can find information on a whatever fucking chode is, like, coming (laughs) into one of my friends, you know, zones. Yeah. I, I will find everything out about you, sir. Like, oh my god! And that's for, that's not for me. That's for my friend. But yeah. if it were me, I would I would be paying a private yeah. detective. Probably I don't know. 
Oh, I'm my Googling God. you all the live long day. OK, is what I'm trying to say. Speaking of chodes, um, Pete the other day goes, do you know what a chode is? And I go, yeah, it's like a short, fat dick. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, I always thought it was a taint. And I was like, See, this no. Is, this is the this is the discussion that people try to have about chodes. And it's like, it's not. A taint is a taint and a chode is a chode. A chode yeah. is a short, fat dick. It always has been. <laughs> and that's all it ever will be. I don't want to hear none of this taint bullshit because that taint right. <laughs> OK, glad we cleared that up. <laughs> Oh my god! We know what next week's TikTok will be. Yep. Um. Uh. Oh my god! No, I. Yeah. He uh, he looked it up, and apparently it's regional. It's like how people say soda pop and pop. In, yeah. <laughs> no. 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 Yeah. Midwesterners so, called chodes taints, don't they? I guess. <laughs> no. No. They call taints chodes. They they no. call taints oh, yeah, chodes. Yeah. 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 I don't like it. If Chode is a short, fat dick. Yeah. Okay. Well, we've decided. Speaking of short, fat dicks, again, <laughs> Charles Manson. Oh, my God. Yeah. He, um, so she, yeah, she was super into him. She um, sent him mail, like, for years, like, fan letters and shit. Moved to California, tried to I date him. She this. did. Yeah. She, yeah actually got to visit him on weekends and like spent time with him and she would later say that some of her motivation was to get access to sealed court documents that only like family was able to see like that's why she wanted to marry him which could be true could not be true um and so yeah she courted him really hard she would bring him like toiletries and like help him with fan mail and just like show him a lot of attention and in turn he like nicknamed her star and would talk about her you know, once every year when, like, fucking Access Hollywood or whoever interviewed him, like, it was some big deal or his parole came up and he was, like, in the news. Um, Yeah, so gross. And he did agree to marry her at the age of 80 in 2015. She was 26 years old. Um, But oh, it's God. alleged that he caught wind that uh, – of a rumor um, that she just wanted access to managing his estate so that when he died, she could put his body on display and charge people to see it. <laughs> okay. Which I think sure. is fucking genius. And Go I'm sorry she didn't get away with it because yeah. might as well make money off that asshole. But then it's like, is this wrong? Probably. It's what he deserves. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Uh, Well, that brings us to the question uh, portion of the evening. What he would have deserved is if people paid money to, like, spit and shit on his body. Okay. There we go. I just okay. wanted to clarify. Okay. okay. Cool. Yeah. The question portion of the evening. Okay. Question portion of the evening. First question. Mm -hmm. Why yeah. is there such a difference between women and men who participate in this? And what are some of the theories psychologists have, have had about why people participate in this? Um, mm. I think a lot of it, like, I've just, I keep reading, like, it's just, uh, it could be a lot of different things, first of all, but like a, yeah. a main thing is just like this kind of idea that uh, there's a power structure involved here. The powerful person is somebody who is committing crimes and, you know, has this this aura about them that the person is initially attracted to. Mm -hmm. Then it becomes about i think like for in this varies from person to person obviously could be like anything from a a person wanting to uh like seeing the little boy in in the in this heinous serial mm -hmm. killer mm -hmm. um or thinking like okay i can change them yeah um and then it could also be about like well I have gotten through to them and they see me and they're this powerful person. So I am special. And so it gives them yeah. a kind of like a, a proxy kind of high, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, some people have said they they do it for notoriety, mm -hmm. like pretty unabashedly like, yeah, I just want to like be in the spotlight too. In the limelight. Which, yeah. Okay. Infamous. <laughs> Infamy. Yeah. I, like so those are some of the like main driving uh theories that that psychologists have about the kind of you know i guess motivations for people who get in who are who are into 
serial killers in yeah. in a sexual way who like actually like take the time to like write letters and send nude photos and you know do the the full pick me routine so <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I, it's, it's very, again, I'm very upset by this. Like I want women to have more agency and have more, uh, like the world is so big, um, honey, you yeah. need to do this. So, and I think that if you're doing it to rebel or prove a point to your family, you go girl. <laughs> okay. Sure. <laughs> And then another question that came to mind for me was, are true crime enthusiasts enthusiasts a subset of uh, this phenomenon, a, a subset of uh, a hyper, a, a hyper, hy- hybristophilia? God. Mm. Um, and I think that, yes, some people who like true crime, not just like, but are very into true crime, take this shit too far. Mm. Uh, I, I would say see some tumblr accounts like ted buddy and jeffrey is a babe from Ugh. like 2017 like shit no. people were like glorifying they go way too far and fully glorify serial killers sometimes like they take this um interest of true crime and go way too far with it mm-hmm. um however that being said i think most people who are into true crime like myself have a mostly healthy interest in it. For me personally, mm. uh, I've always been fa- fascinated by true crime because knowing how horrific humans can be keeps me vigilant, makes me more appreciative of good people in the world, good things, good people in the in the world. And I like just the feeling of not being caught off guard and totally devastated by how fucked up this world is all the fucking time, knowing what the worst of the worst is is something I don't that is part of a control thing for me Mm. and I also am always just trying to manage my expectations in life Mm. you know that's that's where I'm coming from when I have when I say I have a a fascination with true crime because that is I don't know that's how I I'm not like assaulted by it with you know the news of the day of horrible things all the time that happen in real life because I have, I have, I seek it out and I take it in bits and in whatever way that I, I choose to and am fascinated by it from a psychological perspective too, just like on a human level. So I want to know what the fuck is happening here. (laughs) Like, I also think, I mean, humans just like storytelling and like, mm -hmm a lot of true crime is just really good stories that generally have an ending. I mean, everyone we've talked about today is they're some of the most prolific, infamous serial killer, bad people that like have existed in our lifetime. And And they got caught and got in jail. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And like the things they did were horrific, but I'm not usually a fan of like unsolved mysteries or like, I don't really like that type of stuff because it, it's not a complete story and it's very like, it's upsetting, but there's people that it that listen to it because they're interested in maybe finding helping or whatever. You know, it's like how how true crime fans have like solved crimes, um, sure. which is really cool. But yeah, yeah, it's not all. I keep forgetting the word. Why do I keep wanting to say hyperphilia? Hybristophilia. Yeah, yeah. hybristophilia. Yeah, it's not. That's probably a very small subset of true crime fans but i'm sure i'm sure there's people that listen to i mean there's so much true crime content like there must be people who listen to it and like are well and there's like, and there's sexually aroused by it i don't I know guys i don't know yeah a lot of compartmentalizing i think happens with yeah. this hyperstophilia i think in a way that is very very unhealthy it's problematic <laughs> Is very problematic. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, it's good to kind of compartmentalize things sometimes, but oh, yeah, yeah you can't you overlook the, <laughs> you can't overlook the fact that these are bad people, um, who don't deserve love, honestly. You know, we come out here and we say everyone deserves love, and it's like some people don't. You know their <laughs> names? We just said them. It's Charles Manson, it's Ted Bundy, uh, it's Richard Ramirez, and it's Jeffrey Dahmer, and, 100% I will die on that hill. 
So. Yeah. And, you know, we know these people's names and we don't even know, like, all the victims' names of these people yeah. that they've murdered. Like, it's just, like, of course, we know Sharon Tate because... She was famous. She was famous. Yeah. And, you know, but I don't know, man. It's just all... Fuck. It's fucking wild, yeah. It's fucked up. I know. Dude, that's fucked up. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I My final thoughts and feelings, uh, I already kind of gave because I said, <laughs> this is a joke, obviously, but I said, honestly, these might be the best marriages for an independent type woman. You got to do what you want. Uh, I don't really think that. I think people who are seeking out serial killers to marry them, um, yeah, I think they need some professional help. So, yeah, there is a there's a limit um, to there's a limit to your love, as James Blake said. And he also I, said, "You're beautiful." Is no, it not him? Totally different. No, no, no. Oh. <laughs> Who's that? Uh, James, that someone. other guy. I don't know. Oh. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Uh, wrong, James. Uh, but wrong yeah, James, I don't know. I, it's just uh, don't, don't be. I mean, I can't tell people who to be sexually attracted to obviously mm-hmm. i'm not saying that but serial but you could killers, say don't go after it you could say you could yeah have these have these thoughts you could have don't. your thoughts and your fantasies you do not need to write serial killers in prison a fucking letter and be yeah. like hey um <laughs> i live in reno um and i don't know i just thought you're really cute and like or whatever it's i live in um <laughs> bakersfield i don't know why everyone lives in the desert oh yeah i don't know you know it's just like you don't need to write a letter Mm -mm. let's not take it that that far um just catch yourself just ask yourself some basic questions why why and why (laughs) you know like why 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 do i why do i find this person attractive why do i feel compelled to write them a letter and yeah. why am I doing this? All of this, you know? Yeah. Listen, those are, our, those are the questions. Our fucking motto of 2020, just because you can does not mean you should. Absolutely. And I would say if you find that you have a serial killer fetish, fucking lock yourself in your room and masturbate till you pass out and then go live a normal life. You don't need to write a letter. You don't need to go visit serial killers in jail there's just a lot of things you don't need to do or you should not do just because you can yeah 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 um in most cases you can't because yeah you know prison's hard to like you know and luckily visit (laughs) all these people are dead that we talked about today so sorry yeah not sorry not sorry um god yikes it's wow what a rough time this whole thing, this whole this thing, whole thing, you know, it was Woof. fun till it wasn't. You know what I mean? It was fun till it wasn't. I just, you know, like I said, I just want better for for all the ladies. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, I get. You know what? Like speaking of writing letters to people and being weird, uh, send us <laughs> send us some mail. We have our <laughs> PO box that we mentioned at the top. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh sorry I had it pulled up. It's on our it. website. It's on our website dtfepodcast.com. Mm-hmm. Yep. Our PO box is one eight nine two three Long Beach California nine zero eight zero seven. Oh and my gosh! Follow us on all of the social media platforms that you like: uh, mm-hmm. Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Yep. Facebook. <laughs> no, the group's really fun, but we don't post anything to like our official page. Mm-mm. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh Anything my gosh! Else? No, we do I it think, all? yeah, I'm tired. Yeah, let's go to bed. Uh, this is emotionally draining. Uh, it's hard relating to people <laughs> that are doing the weirdest shit. Yeah. <laughs> Just you I, know, I worry. You know, for humanity, when this yeah. is this is what people got going on. You well, know? you know, I think it's a handful of people. It's these are outliers. For sure. 
they're the fringe they're the fringe so but For still sure. not a good look um not a good look and not it's a gross good look. yeah we and, don't like it yeah Sorry. sadly a lot of these women were disowned by their families and i can't blame them and they're like going down in history as like buttholes so <laughs> to put and it lightly the, yeah and not the cute kind or functional kind or functional <laughs> they're like an extra butthole <laughs> asshole on your elbow anyway um all right i love y'all thanks for listening mm-hmm. thanks for bearing with us and um gosh stay excellent to yourselves and each other please yeah bye bye <laughs>